It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. Hi, I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And we're The Insiders. So, Scott, big presidential race next year. Third-party candidates uh, sometimes play a role in this. Uh, good old Ralph Nader in Florida, put 2,000. Uh, what's your take? Is that a possibility this uh, upcoming election or not? And do you think it'll be a major role? You know, I think it could be the third cycle in a row in which the presidential election in Wisconsin was determined, at least in part, um, by the presence or absence of third-party candidates. You, you'll recall that in 2016, Trump pulls off an upset victory here in Wisconsin. Hillary hadn't even campaigned here in a long time, had taken the state somewhat for granted, and the Green Party took 31,000 votes away from her, and Donald Trump won by 23,000 votes. So one could argue that the Green Party vote uh, made a difference then, which is exactly why the Democratic Party in 2020 worked uh, on the state elections board to have a deadlock vote to make sure the Green Party was not on the ballot. For president in Wisconsin. They tried to take it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said it was too late. The decision had already been made. But then you look at the results there. Um, had there been a third party candidate drawing off that number of votes again, Donald Trump might have carried Wisconsin again. So now we head into a third election and you're seeing the recent polling from the Marquette poll, which shows that if there's a third candidate in the race, Wisconsin would vote for the Republican nominee over uh, the Democratic nominee for president because the intensity of support um, is stronger on the Republican side for our nominee than it is for Biden on the Democratic side. So uh, whether or not there is a third party candidate could make a big difference. And it could be a liberal third party candidate who would take votes away from the Democrats, or it could be a conservative like Donald Trump pouting that he didn't win the nomination, so now he's going to run as an independent. Any of those could scramble the numbers in Wisconsin very easily. Given the, the fact that Wisconsin is generally pretty close in presidential elections, I mean, we have a huge tradition uh, since basically 2000 of those races being really tight. Uh, I think that's, that's, I think Scott's analysis is a good one, but I do think that there's as much uh, chance of a Trump, I mean, if Trump doesn't get the nomination, I expect he would do that. He would do that kind of thing. He would be fine with burning that whole thing down. I mean, there are a lot of traditional Republicans who would not do that, but I think I think Donald Trump would. Uh, I do think the problem for, for us or for me as a Democrat is that I don't belong to an organized party. I am a Democrat. And as Will Rogers once said, but the, the problem with it is that people on the left who want to vote for the Green candidate, whether it's Ralph Nader or whoever it is, don't realize that that's half a vote for Donald Trump. And that's why the Republicans will be giddy if they do it. And yet people do that. And, and I've had conversations with people who I think are fine people, but they want to vote their principal position instead of realizing it's the lives of the people who are affected by whoever gets elected that makes a difference. Republicans have generally been more, they follow down the line and say, you know, we know what's at stake here, and we're going to vote for the for the party that's going to do for us what we want it to do. So I don't th I do think that there is a chance. And by the way, if you look at the, what's going on nationally, the big reason why this should seem to be an even bigger this year or issue this year is because 
there is the, probably the highest number ever of people who don't want either Donald Trump or Joe Biden to run. It's nearly 50% of both want neither one of them to run. Sure, you don't want the other guy's guy to run. But I mean, the Biden numbers are, you know, what, 67, 70%. Of course, that includes Republicans. And Trump's numbers are over 50%. But the more anger and dissension you have about the choices that you have, you know, age and a variety of other issues, the more you're going to have a, a better chance for a third party to rise up. What happens at the end is mostly there might, you know, I think if it happened early on, you could see 20% for that third party person. But what happens then is we get close to the election, most people come back to reality and say, okay, we've really got a binary choice here. This other thing is just me kind of going way over the top and just saying, I'm going to vote again. I'm going to throw my vote away is what I'm going to do. And I think that that will be the way it will be. But when you have really tight states like Wisconsin, where it might be a 1% vote, that's it. By the way, I'll go back to what I've said now for more than a year. I still think it's not going to be that close. I think abortion is going to be the issue. Tammy Baldwin's going to win by 10 plus. Joe Biden won't win by that much, but he will win by, I think, a substantial margin, unless there's something really different that happens out there. Well, we're more than a year out from a presidential election, and it seems like whoever was ahead in the polls a year out does not end up being the nominee. But if this time is different and uh, the polling today ends up being the polling in 2024, we could have both parties nominating their least effective candidate for the nomination, something I don't think I've seen before in American politics. We'll see you next time, folks. You've been listening to The Insider with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. <laughs>